You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode 99, The Heroine's Journey. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode. It is just Meg today. The lovely Karen is finishing her amazing new book and finishing up that manuscript. So it is just me going solo today and hopefully she will be back next week. I wanted to start with our reviewer of the week and we are so grateful to everybody leaving us just amazing five-star reviews. And today I want to share one from When Pressed and it says so great. It says, I look forward to Wednesday so much because of this podcast. I love the dynamic between Karn and Meg. I've been homeschooling for a few years and I still learn so much from this podcast. I have found amazing new curriculum ideas from them and I have been able to embrace my style more because of this podcast. And I love the digressions. I could listen to them for hours. Thanks for being a bright spot in my week. Thank you so much, Wen Press, for leaving that amazing review. Um, we really appreciate it as it helps our podcast to just continue to grow. So thank you. Um, we ask for you guys as we have our goal of trying to hit 250 reviews to go ahead and give us a five-star review and tell us why you love the podcast. And um, you could be the reviewer of the week. So I have wanted to, we have our learning circle, Karna and I have talked about, that we meet with. And it was my turn to kind of share you like if you're in charge, then you pick the topic, right? And it could be a podcast we listen to, a talk we read, um, kind of maybe just something we talk about. And I happened to listen to The Heroine's Journey from Sarah Grace Live, and it rocked my world. And I actually had, that is what I brought to everybody to bring, to read, read, to listen to for our learning circle. I want to say last month because I loved it so much. And as I was listening to it, she does stuff with entrepreneurs. And so she likened it to starting your own business and all those things. But as I was listening to it, I couldn't help think of homeschool with this and this journey that maybe you are called on to homeschool. Our whole podcast is called called the homeschool. And so it just to me felt like the perfect topic of those of you who um, have felt maybe this called the homeschool and you are feeling very nervous. And maybe you're wondering where you are on this journey. And it would be really interesting for you to kind of reflect and see where you are on this journey. Um, and I'd, we'd love to have you share with us in a DM or something on Instagram of letting us know kind of where you are and how this experience has been for you. So I'm taking a lot of stuff from Sarah Grace Live and then just putting my own little homeschool spin on it. Um, I loved her podcast. She shared it great. And then she's actually going in these different stages of the heroine's journey if you'd like to listen to that more with more depth. So there are the hero's journey is a common phrase that they use in stories and movies and whatnot. And so Harry Potter, right, he has the hero's journey um, and he needs to have it. He always has a task at hand. Right. And he needs to defeat Voldemort. And you have Lord of the Rings, you have Frodo, and he needs to destroy the dark, the, the destroy the ring. Excuse me. Um, Luke Star Wars. He Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. He also has his task at hand as well. Right. So the hero's journey is really great if you're a boy, but if you are a girl, you need the heroine's journey. And I love it. She uses Moana as a reference. Uh, Moana and Mulan 
And I want to say maybe one more other story, but Moana was one. I have actually never seen Mulan. So, but I have seen Moana. And so I love that. So I will maybe kind of use some of those same references she has as well, showing you that um, journey through Moana and how it applies to you with homeschooling. So there are nine stages to the heroine's journey. And stage number one is the spark. Now, this is interesting because our podcast is called Called to Homeschool. And some of you have let us know that you felt called to homeschool and you didn't know what to do. And you Googled, I feel called to homeschool. What do I do now? Something along those lines and our podcast came up, right? So number one is the spark. It is a prompting. It is a feeling. You feel called to do this. Or even you have this thought like, wouldn't it be neat if I homeschooled? I wonder if I could homeschool. I think I should homeschool, right? You have this spark. And oftentimes the heroine hides this spark. I know for me, I totally did, right? Because the heroine has a fear with the appearance of her going on this journey. So I started homeschooling over a decade ago, right? Before Instagram even existed, um, before it was even kind of cool or any of those things. And I was very afraid of what that would look like. Um, I called myself a closet homeschooler for years because I didn't want anybody to know we homeschooled. I'd always tell my kids, let them get to know you first before they, they find out we homeschool. Um, so it is this spark. It is this feeling. And a heroine often, she feels like the the sphere with the appearance of going on this journey. Like, I feel kind of called to homeschool. This looks amazing. But now I have this fear of this appearance going on this journey, or if she feels like an outsider, none of my family homeschool, none of my neighbors homeschool, nobody in my area homeschool, like I'm an outsider, right? So stage number one is having that spark. Stage number two, is the heroine herself. And this is her moment where she starts defining who she is. And stage two starts to become an identity battle. It's interesting because she talks about that the heroine rarely gets started on this journey if she doesn't figure out who she is. But what I have found with some of my clients is sometimes they have this spark and they start going through the motions of homeschooling, but they don't get this identity and so they give up and they don't continue on with this journey because they never embrace this identity. So it's either she will, won't even get started on this journey, right? Maybe you've heard people say like, oh, I'm never patient enough. Someone just told that to me just a week ago, like, oh, I could never homeschool and had all these excuses of why she couldn't because of that identity, right? And so sometimes people jump in like, okay, I'm going to do this but then they never believe in themselves that maybe I'm not doing a really good job. I can't do this. This isn't right for me. And so they fight against that spark to homeschool their kids, which brings us to step number three. So let's say she says, okay, I'm going to be a homeschool mom. I'm going to do this. So she gets on a path. So stage three is the gate. So if you envision that you're walking on some kind of path, you're walking down a lane. It's very beautiful. It's lovely, right? And you finally get to a fork in the road. And on the left-hand side is your current path. You could just continue down that path and just keep going on with life, right? And things would stay the same. But on the right is a gate and you can see through this gate. And on, through that gate, you can see that there is a mountain to climb. It is unknown. There are no markings. You don't know if it's hard. You don't know what's out there. And so 
Decision number three, stage number three is opening that gate, deciding to go conquer that mountain, deciding like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to homeschool. I'm going to do it. I'm in. Then stage number four, there is always a gathering. So a hero in the hero's journey, he seeks out a guide, but a heroine, she looks for allies. She wants to find support. And this is what helps to have the courage to keep going. For um, some of us, the my support has been like my learning circle, right? And those close friends. Um, my husband is a support with it. Different people that have supported me. But a lot of times it's that female support, right? Different coaches I've had, um, different people in co-ops and all those things have been a great support for me. So the heroine searches for a gathering. She looks for allies. She wants support. Then stage five the actual battle. You have actually taken your kids out of school. You have made the steps to actually start homeschooling. The heroine, and this is interesting because this comes up so much in coaching. The heroine feels that she is at a natural disadvantage. And just even earlier today, as I was coaching somebody with homeschool and all those things, and she was telling me why she is just not cut out for this, why all these things are just such a disadvantage for her that a heroine finds all the reasons why she can't succeed. She finds reasons like, I'm just not smart enough. Um, my husband doesn't support me. I don't have a good support system at all. My kids are hard. My kids have special needs. Uh, I am not patient, right? The battle is internal and external, right? Maybe external battles would be like, I have children here all day long. My house is a mess. I don't know how to feed it to everybody. I don't know how to keep things clean. Um, and the heroine believes that if she can solve all the external problems, that it will naturally solve the internal problems. But a lot of times it's the other way around. As she starts to have faith in herself and believe in herself, she is then confident enough to then start solving those external problems. Um, this next phase makes me giggle because I talked to a client the other day who was familiar with this heroine's journey. And so she had actually gone through some of those stages with me of like, and, and stage four of looking for allies. Like that's what she had hired me, right? For support for this, for the ally to help her to have courage to keep going. She'd gone through the battle. She'd actually started homeschooling and all this. And now she was at stage six, the illusion of success. Your first win. You think that this is going to work. You have just found your dream curriculum. You have just found a method that works with you. You did a full week of school and your kids were excited every day. You had amazing energy and you were like, I have got this. And so as I was talking to my client, she was telling me about some of the concerns and some of the issues that they'd had for the first several months of homeschooling, right? And then said, but this last week. Oh, this last week was amazing. It was just so good. My son didn't complain and he just didn't. We found some good rhythms and we did all these things. And we talked about the illusion of success because sometimes we have this illusion of success like I have made it and something else pops up and it's like, okay, well then I'm out, <laughs> right? This feels like a win, but we know we haven't accomplished our journey because the journey is longer than you thought, right? Um, and you think that maybe you are wrong 
going on this journey, but being able to push through this is how you get to where you are able to go, need to go, right? So the last three stages are the same as the hero's journey. So number seven, stage number seven. So you've had that illusion of success, right? And maybe you've experienced that is I know a lot of you are first time homeschoolers and you were like, we just had the most amazing day. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Keep going. Your journey's a lot longer than that. So number seven is the enemy. And for females and heroines, it is usually in the form of abandonment. So in Moana, this is a very clear example that she is getting the heart, and I'm, maybe I'm going to say it wrong, to Nefertiti, and Maui's abandoned her and she feels alone, right? Um, someone who believed in you doesn't anymore. Your support system isn't there and you have to face the enemy. And to me, it's also facing that mountain, it's facing it, facing your fears, facing all of those things and realizing that you have the strength within you all the time to face those things, that you thought you needed all these things, but you have always had the power within you, which brings you to stage eight, which is the divine. And that is constant because the divine was always there. And it was always delivering you. Um, for Moana, right, she has her ancestors there and her grandma's there. And they are there supporting her and cheering her on. And I feel a little choked up thinking about this because you have angels supporting you. You have angels on this side maybe that you don't realize who are helping you in ways that you didn't even know you needed help with. But you also have heavenly angels supporting you. Um, those of you who know, I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and and uh, Karin is, does too, and and we believe in angels. And um, I one time had a blessing from my husband, and he does uh, something called a Father's Blessing, and he gives me one when we start our school year. So he gives all the kids one, and then he gives me one to just kind of help me focus with the school year. And one year he talked about some of the successes I've had in homeschool and then talked about the angels that have carried me. The angels that have supported me on days when I didn't think I could do it, on days when I felt I was inadequate, on days that I just thought, why am I, why am I going through this? That the other side was carrying me along so much. And um, those are, who are also LDS, we talk about pioneers, right? That the pioneers didn't know how they were pushing their cart across the plains and the angels were there with them, right? So the divine is there. And it's interesting because it's almost like the divine gives us sight, helps us to see the other side. And, and this, there's interesting ways to go about this, to actually have it applicable to your homeschool. Uh, you could do this through prayer, but actually even meditation and um, meditating and believing and seeing and feeling those angels with you. Like, okay, I need my homeschool angels today. Um, having that in prayer and asking for that help. So not only having help on this side, but having help on the other side and having the angels there because they have always been there. We just don't always see them. So I love that one. And then number nine is the advent. And this is coming back to your people. Um, Moana, right, comes back to her people. And with a renewed excitement about who she is, she knows who she is, right? Like she talks about that we were explorers. She knows she's an explorer. She knows she was capable of doing all these things. And now she really has this faith where she believes in, in her and excitement of the help she's received on both sides, right? Like I didn't do this alone. Um, 
I did, I had help from our ancestors. I had help from this. And then Maui also showed us up at the end. So she had help from him as well. They returned back to the ones they loved the most. So it's interesting as you look through this heroine's journey, and I can go through and look at my own journey with homeschooling and seeing the spark I had. That, that summer before, the summer as my oldest was entering into first grade and how cute that now he is 19, almost 20 years old. And that summer of that spark of like, I felt a call to homeschool my children. And then I remember the fear that came with it. of just like, I am not adequate. I am way too, this is way too above me. This is way too hard, right? And then defining who I am, that becoming this heroine, and for me, this has been a huge process of starting to believe and become this patient, understanding, loving, caring, excited about education, all these things. This is who I am. And it was an identity battle, right? Like I thought I wanted my kids to be in school all day. And I thought I wanted to go and have lunch with friends and go shopping. Turns out I really don't want to do those things. I just thought I wanted to do those things. Um, so really figuring out my identity and then the gate of really like my, so I put my kids in school for a month, right? So I saw the gate and I went hard left, like, nope, I'm going to go on the path that I was on, putting my kids back in school. And I came back to, on that path. And I, you know, right? Like I'm like, actually, I am going to take that fork in the road and I am going to go face that gate and I am going to go climb that mountain. And I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I'm going to face the mountain and as the gathering, I was, um, I actually had three neighbors who had started to homeschool. One was already homeschooling and two started at the same time I did. And so finding the gathering, in the beginning, I had support with my neighbors. And then that turned into my co-op and into learning circle and all these things of that support and coaches and all those things. But I've always had been looking for this gathering, this support, then the actual battle of homeschooling and, um, the battle of like, I'm facing it, right? And I'm going to do this with little children and I'm going to do it through pre pregnancies and I'm going to do it through sicknesses of all these different things of trying to figure out this stuff. And the one that makes me giggle still is the illusion of success. Is that first win? Like I've got it. I'm doing amazing. Or I would even do that with one kid. Like I have figured out how to teach a kid math and help him to love it. And then another kid would face math, right? And it was like almost going through the whole thing again of that. Like I thought I was done and nope, here we go again. And then the enemy, right? And like realizing I have to do this on my own. In the very beginning, we tried to have my husband take over some of the subjects as he has a linguistics degree and he loves, um, he has a minor in Spanish and his foreign languages are really, really important to him. So we were going to have him do Spanish with the kids um, and some of those other topics. And he couldn't do it. He's an entrepreneur. He he is the sole provider for our family and all those things. And so I had to become like I had to face it that can I do this by myself? Can I homeschool and do these things? Um, and then, like I said, the blessing I had, the divine, the constant of the angels that have supported me. And now uh, I can see that and I can feel that as I've been on this beautiful journey. And the that number nine, the advent, right? of this excitement about who I am and who I have become through this journey. And it gets me excited as I think about this, of how you're always kind of going through it, right? Of um, with each kid, I kind of go through this again, like, yes, this is who I am. This is my journey. This is what I'm called to do. 
And I just want to challenge you guys to see where you are on this journey and knowing that you go through these steps and sometimes it just goes in a loop, right? As you like, you feel the spark and you keep doing it and just kind of having this faith in yourself and stepping into this identity of you, this calling that you have, you were born for this. You were made for this. These children were the perfect children for you, for you to learn what you need to learn, for you to become whom you need to become. And you are the perfect mom for them to uh, teach your children what they need to learn and all these other beautiful things. And so I just, I love this idea of the heroine's journey of just finding out where you are on it, pushing through, knowing that hard days are going to come and being able to face that enemy, being able to rely upon the divine and being able to do all those beautiful things is going to help you have that beautiful experience of completing your heroine's journey. All right, friends, that's all I have for you today. I want to remind you guys to leave a five-star review on iTunes and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com.